Blog Talk Radio. Verse 2 says, King David rose to his feet and said, 
Listen to me, my fellow Israelites, my people. I had it in my heart to build a house as a place of rest for the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, for the footstool of our God, and I made plans to build it. But God said to me, you are not to build a house for my name because you are a warrior and have shed blood. And then verse 4 says, yet the Lord, the God of Israel, chose me from my whole family to be king over Israel forever. He chose Judah as leader, and from the tribe of Judah he chose my family, and from my father's sons he was pleased to make me king over all Israel. Verse 5 says, Of all my sons, and the Lord has given me many, he has chosen my son Solomon to sit on the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. In verse 6 he said, He said to me, Solomon, your son is the one who will build my house and my courts, for I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. I will establish his kingdom forever if he is unswerving in carrying out my commands and laws, as is being done at this time. And then verse 8 says, So now I charge you in the sight of all Israel. He's talking to these officials again who have assembled at Jerusalem. I charge all of you in the sight of Israel and of the assembly of the Lord and in the hearing of our God. Be careful to follow all the commands of the Lord your God that you may possess this good land and pass it on as an inheritance to your descendants forever. Verse 9 says, And you, my son Solomon, now he's talking to his son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will find he will be found by you, but if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. And then in verse 10 it says, Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you, he's talking to Solomon, to build a house as a sanctuary. And he's giving him some words of encouragement by saying, Be strong and do the work. So here we have David calling all of these officials together, and he's giving them some, some uh, a, a, a word. He's, he's, re- he's releasing to them some information that has been given to him, and he's realized, he's come to a realization that even though he had planned to build the temple uh, and, and he had made several attempts that did not come to fruition, he's saying, God, the reason that didn't happen is because God ordained that Solomon would be its builder. And so David is calling them together collectively and saying that this is an important uh, project, this is an important assignment, um, you know, to build this temple, uh, a place that the Ark of the Covenant would rest. But he's saying, even though I thought it was me, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to bring it to, to pass. But David is able to go back in verse 4 and say, even though I thought that I would build the temple, and even though I made many attempts, and even though I have all the plans and schematics already laid out, God, in verse 4, he says, Yet the Lord, the God of Israel, chose me from my whole family to be king over Israel forever. He chose Judah as leader, and from the tribe of Judah he chose my family, and from my father's sons he was pleased to make me king over all Israel. So here you have David, you know, possibly getting a little bit ahead of God and thinking that his plans were the plans that he was to carry out, 
that God had given him this assignment or this project, but in fact God had not. He had ordained it for someone else to carry out. And then if we continue to read in verse 11, we're still in First Chronicles chapter 28, in verse 11 it says, Then David gave his son Solomon the plans for the portico of the temple, its buildings, its storerooms, its upper parts, its inner rooms, and the place of atonement. And then he goes on, if you drop down from verse 11 to verse 20, David says to his son Solomon, Be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work of the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. And then finally, the last chapter in in um, the last verse in chapter 28, First Chronicles 28, is verse 21, and it says, The divisions of the priests and Levites are ready for all the work on the temple of God, and every willing person skilled in any craft will help you in all the work. And then he goes on to say, The officials and all the people will obey your every command. So there you have it. You have David. Who, who had to go back and review the history and look at his own attempts to build the temple. He had to realize that this wasn't God's calling for him or the assignment that God had given him. He willingly and graciously accepted the calling that God had put on his life, that he would be king over all Israel. And he willingly and graciously turns over all the plans that he had made for the for the temple over to his son, and then he's able to offer some words of encouragement to his son. Don't be uh, afraid. Don't be discouraged. Be strong and courageous and know that, that God is with you, that God doesn't fail, that God will not forsake you, and that you he will be with you until all the work of the service of the temple for the Lord, the temple of the Lord, is finished. So there's uh, an assignment that Solomon received, and, and, and David uh, is, is encouraging him that this is what God has called you to do, and I know that you will be able to carry it out. You know, with all things, God, is, God with all things, uh, God is po- it's possible. God, all things are possible with God. Let me let me flip that and say it the way it's supposed to be said. With God, all things are possible. And and then in verse 21, not only does he God give us a, a stretch assignment and 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 a, a calling and ask us to carry out something that he wants us to accomplish, but he's not going to leave us, and he's not going to leave us alone, and he's not going to have us necessarily carry the work out by ourselves. Verse 21 says, the divisions of the priests and the Levites are ready for all the work on the temple of God, and every willing person skilled in any craft will help you in all the work. So there you have it. God gives us a calling. He will equip us. He has equipped us for the calling. It may be a stretched assignment, but we're not going about it alone. You know, there's a there's a, a Psalm uh, 33 and 11 that really kind of puts a cap on what we're talking about here, and that is, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generation. And that is a true testimony to David uh, and then David passing on what he thought was his assignment to his son Solomon. So questions, a couple of questions as we wrap up our time together. How many times have we coveted God's plans 
for someone else. Maybe God has given someone else assignment. We're onlookers and we say, wow, that's something that I can do. Maybe it's something that I can even do better than the person who's actually carrying out the work. Uh, David didn't do that. David was pleased with the, the assignment that God had given him, and he graciously handed over the plans that he had made for the temple to his son. How many times have we been dissatisfied with the plans God has for us and we've mumbled and grumbled? And then what testimony do we have, like David, to be grateful and gracious for what God has asked us to do? And are we going to carry it out? Are we going to offer whatever it is, our service to God, with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind? I pray that that is something that all of us can come to. And then ultimately, you know, um, the beginning of, being in alignment with God is asking him what does it what is it that he wants us to do and how should we go about it. The end is to be able to respond with obedience and gratitude. So David here, uh, you know, he concluded his instruction with a charge both to the people and to Solomon. And he basically was saying keep the divine covenant and to trust God to bring the temple project to a happy conclusion. And, and, and David, again, told Solomon to serve God completely and willingly and just be aware that God knows all things anyway. So in conclusion for us, ask God what he wants you to do as I have asked God what it is that he wants me to do. And where does he want us to be? And how does he want us to carry out the plans for him? If we've prayed and we haven't received an answer, wait patiently on him for that answer. And if you've gotten ahead of yourself, possibly you've gotten ahead of God and and you are somewhere where you shouldn't be or you're doing something that God truly hasn't called you to do or hasn't assigned for you to do or to be, wait on him for your exit or your transition. You know, God is faithful. Uh, We hear that over and over again, and and we all have experienced his faithfulness. He won't forsake us, and he never fails. So whatever it, it, it is that he's called you to do, respond with obedience and gratitude. And just accept that stretch assignment and know that he's going to send others alongside you to labor in the vineyard along with you. So with that, I want to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you, a, give you peace. And we will talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.